Hey, CW, thank you so much for checking out this podcast here on corncountry.com. Recently, I had Katie Sparks and Amanda Goff from this organization called Kick It stop into the Corn Country Studios. And let's join in on that conversation with these two uh, wonderful ladies and what they do here in Johnson County. What exactly is Kick It? Kick It is, um, well, let's start with what it stands for. Kick It stands for Kids in Crisis Intervention Team. And we are a nonprofit that serves all of Johnson County for the homeless and at risk of being homeless youth. And our age demographics range anywhere from 16 to the age of 26. Um, So we are the only nonprofit who works in that age demographic in Johnson County. You know, I think that's that's a thing that is probably forgotten in our society are the teenage kids that need that are homeless and need help. Right. right. There's a lot of um, sort of under the radar um, parts of how that comes to be. Kids who um, in Johnson County who are couch surfing, they live in hotels or motels, young adults who age out of the foster care system, um, kids who come from unstable environments who just don't have a solid support when they become emancipated. Do people know that this is a this is as big as it is here in Johnson County? Absolutely not. I would say um, homelessness and especially youth homelessness is one of the invisible problems in Johnson County. Um, what's actually interesting is a, a week ago we had a meeting with the Indiana Department of Education and the Director for Homeless Education, and we learned in that meeting that Johnson County is home to three of the top schools in the state for youth homelessness, and that is actually Center Grove, Franklin, and Greenwood School Corporations. Katie, in your opinion, do you think that this is just an Indiana issue, central Indiana, or is it a nationwide problem? What do you, what do you, what does your gut tell you? A homelessness is very multifaceted, and I think it is um, a nationwide issue um, with you know lots of things playing into that housing, affordable housing, not just workforce housing, uh, transportation within our communities, um, educational supports for students, and COVID has only made that issue bigger and the impact we haven't even seen unfold yet. Yeah, I think it's amazing what you guys do. I I mean, that's just an understatement, I think. So thank you. Well, thank you. uh, I mean, for what you guys do is is pretty pretty cool. Amanda, let's talk about the new location you guys just moved into. I know I went in there uh, last week and and took a look at it and it's pretty cool. Tell us about it. Yeah, we are really excited to open our new youth center. It's at 203 Commerce Drive here in Franklin um, in the same parking lot as the Inner Church Food Pantry. And we have it set to be open for young adults in that age demographic, 16 to 25, who are homeless or at risk, who need services. We're open Mondays and Fridays from 9 to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 to 7 And during that time, the young adults can come in and do laundry, use computers to fill out applications or to do homework, have just a safe place to be. We have an emergency food pantry. We have a hygiene pantry as well. So if they need any of those kinds of items, they can get those. And then we also offer our youth development coaching program there. So we offer one-on-one coaching and mentoring for the young adults to start working on goals like housing and budgeting and connecting them with other resources in the community. How do, uh, how do these, uh, youth get a hold of you? 
I mean, is it through parents or did they come in by themselves? I'm curious as to how this all comes about. Yeah, so a big part of what we do is to try to build uh, partnerships with other agencies in the community who come across homeless and at-risk youth and partner with the schools and other organizations so that they know who we are and what we offer. So that's one way. Another way is just word of mouth, um, social media, and our youth resource link line number is 317-412-4973. And that's a number that the young adults or someone who is concerned about someone who is homeless can call or text and get access to services that way. Again, just like I said, I'm just listening to this and my heart is just kind of melting because I, I just think of these poor kids. But I'm also thankful that they have you, Thank you, you guys, to, that, to help them, which they probably didn't know, even know existed. Yeah, I think a big thing, it's always awesome to be able to offer them resources. But I think that the biggest thing that we can offer them that they've been lacking is that support and hope. So when we talk to the youth the first time, so I take those first initial calls from the young adults. And that's a big common denominator is that when I tell them, like, here's what we're going to do, we're going to help you with your goals, we're going to walk alongside you, hold you accountable and encourage you. Most of them say that's all I've ever really wanted. And so um, a lot of people might think that they're just looking for a handout, but really what they're looking for is encouragement and support and someone who cares. Someone to help them along the way. I mean, one of the things I think we on staff have learned is that these young adults who are facing homelessness in these youth, um, we take so much for granted that we know. You know, to ask a young adult to make a phone call, to schedule a doctor's appointment or apply for insurance, um, they just don't necessarily have the skills or those tools in their belt to do those things. So it's really just supporting them and encouraging them with, um, you know, the skills because it's not necessarily there in their own environment. And obviously funds are an issue, right? I mean, right. and then that's where um, help is needed. And and I'm assuming that the way you guys raise money is through events. So what you got Absolutely. coming up? Absolutely. Uh, we rely heavily on grants and fundraisers, um, especially fundraisers for our operating budget, which allows us to do what we do and make the impact that we do. So actually, um, you know, fundraising in the middle of a pandemic and on the you know tail end of a pandemic has been a lot of thinking outside the box. But uh, we have um, two, two events in July, one event in June. Uh, we have a poker night at Maine and Madison on June 18th. We are partnering with City Life Church in Greenwood and Oak and Barrel for a Cars for Kids show, and that is Saturday, July 10th. And uh, July 8th, we will have our second annual Golf for Youth event at Hillview, and we are super excited um, about those events. They're fun. That Not only are we able to raise money, but we're really able to raise awareness about the services that we provide um, and the issue of homelessness in our community. Um, and I love networking, so it's great for us, too, to meet other um, community people who are invested in the children and the youth of our county. Now, somebody who's listening to this and they want to help because they're hearing this, they go, I got I to reach out and help these people. How did they do it? Our website is a great place to start. Um, it's kick it. So www.kic with the hyphen it.org. Um, it's a great, that sort of houses information about how to get involved, how to donate, what our address, contact information is. Um, social media is another way through Facebook. Um, of course, they can call our office, but um, 
you know, with us only being open there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that can sometimes be a little bit of a challenge, but they can always email us also at info at kic-it.org. Following our Facebook page is really good too if you're looking for ways to help because we will post different needs that we have for clients who are getting housed if there's a specific furniture item that they need or we have different drives that we do monthly. We're collecting this month gift cards for our clients who are graduating from high school. That's a huge deal that they have battled this issue of homelessness and stayed in school. So we really wanna celebrate them. Um, and so those are some other ways that you can support us as well. Um, another way to get involved is to um, be a youth mentor. Um, we call that our youth ally program. I firmly believe that we um, absorb and become uh, products of the five people who are closest to us. And so um, as an organization trying to pour hope and encouragement and support into these young people's lives, I feel like it's important for us to bring, bring people to the table who are not paid staff, but people who genuinely care about their well-being um, and are are dedicated to give one hour of their time each week to just supporting and encouraging a young person who is working to overcome homelessness. Um, and we have information about that on the website, but that's our Youth Ally Program. And there are other ways to volunteer as well. If you want to get involved, we have front desk and admin volunteers. We have youth engagement volunteers who are just there if uh, an, a young adult comes in and just kind of wants somebody to talk to or somebody to help with something. Um, and then we have events, volunteers for events and cleaning all kinds of ways to get involved. And you can find that information on the website as well as a volunteer application to fill out. Is this only for uh, for kids in Johnson County or where, where do these kids come from? So yeah, our demographics is Johnson County. However, we have had some instances where, um, again, we sort of have to think outside the box. We've had um, young people who were discharged from Vala Vista um, and came to us homeless, and we were able to safely house them temporarily with a relative outside of Johnson County. Um, in those situations, you know, we do continue to work with them. If the ultimate goal is to be back in Johnson County, um, you know, sometimes being in a safe and stable environment with a family member or a friend outside of Johnson County is better than being placed in a hotel, which we rely on um, because Johnson County lacks permanent supportive housing, transitional housing, and we have no shelters. So, our demographic is Johnson County. However, there are, you know, some outlying type circumstances where uh, we do kind of have to bend on that. Okay. One more time, just in case uh, anyone was just tuning in and, and want to know where you're located and how to get a hold of you. We are located at 203 Commerce Drive in Franklin, Indiana, open Mondays and Fridays from 9 to 4 and Wednesdays 11 to 7. The Youth Link resource line is 317-412-4973, and our website is www.kic-it.org. Our thanks to Katie Sparks and Amanda Goff for joining us here in the Corn Country Studios. Kick It, their mission is to end youth homelessness, and I highly encourage that you give and help this wonderful organization. Again, the website to visit is Kickit. Dot org. That's K-I-C dash I-T dot org. I'm C.W. Thank you for listening to this podcast here on corncountry.com.